Oh shit. I've done it again. Oh my god! Oops. What's he done? Did it again. Alright, hold on. What the hell's going on? Oh, oh you can... It's, it's, it wouldn't be an episode of Chasing Descent without some kind of technical hitch. What the hell is going on now? I think you've got the frames set up for three people. From Susan Mitchy Sage Smoke and Hit Ender Weed World D-A-D-A-D-A-D-A-D-A. I was going to tell the government that masks don't work until I got high. Dot, I was going to get up and end the lockdown, but then I got high. The country's all messed up and I know why calls. I got high because I got high because I got high five. Wow. 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 So yeah, you've got the frame set up for whoever, if there were three people here. No, I don't. No, no, the frame was never set up for three people. Frame's always been set up for two. So you're just going to have to give me a minute. Okay, you're going to have to give me a minute. I, I will entertain you with my dulcet tones. Hello, good this evening. Is well, well, well. Bizarre. Well, this is bizarre. Uh, it's absolutely bizarre. It's, this is... um. OBS is just a piece of shit. Yeah, well, it's free. Yeah, I know. Expect. Yeah. Hold on, John's John's coming into view now. There he is. Oh, look, there he is. There he is, look. Oh, there he is. I see him. Hello. He's beautiful. Beautiful. Give him a smile. Give the people a smile, Johnny boy. Thank you for the donation there, Vaughan. We, we all know it was you. Oh my goodness. Oh look, I can almost see me. I can almost see me. Yeah. I can see. Look, I'm coming into view. It's it, like magic. It, it's like, do you remember the internet? Before, yeah. broad, before fast broadband. And pictures yeah. used to draw themselves a line at a time. When you were downloading... Wingardium Leviosa! Now oh. I've got to cut my knee. Oh! Wow! What? Who's we that? can see us! Hey! It wouldn't be facing descent if something went right. I do not understand why that frame, which hasn't been touched in God knows how long, why it was wrong. These are not matching shirts, I'll have you know. They're similar. I'll give you that. Uh, there's nothing matching about them. I mean, they're beautiful. <clears throat> Just like us. They are indeed beautiful. Indeed. Indeed. Right. Um, okay. Uh, no echo, people? Or have you got echo? Well, I hope not. Well, I can hear you just fine. And yeah, I think you, you can... sound wonderful. They might have echo. Right. Uh, People are saying good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. So, no echo, no echo. Okay. Five by five, five, I'm hearing five, five by five. Five by five. Five by five. Sound and visuals are fine, apparently. Excellent. Um, well, they are now, yeah. Okay. So, did you know there was an earthquake in England last night? Was it just last night? Or was it even last night or the night before? But there was an earthquake. Yeah, yeah, you told me about it. In in the area of Utoxeter in Staffordshire. Yeah, yeah, I keep seeing Alton Towers trending, and I keep thinking, are they trending because that's where Alton Towers is, and they might have actually had to have done some work in and, checking over the uh, rights. 
Yeah, maybe. And um, and it was 3.3 on the Richter scale. That's not inconsiderable. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. Apparently, people heard a very loud bang mm -hmm. all over the place, like a huge, huge rumble, and then they felt the shaking. But... Yeah, a 3.3 earthquake here in jolly old England. It does uh, happen Shalini occasionally. Says, Shalini says, uh-oh, aliens. No, it's not aliens. I remember lying in bed one night when I was at school um, and I was reading and it was about 2 o'clock in the morning and there was an earthquake in Wales and yeah. it shook the wardrobe because it went <sighs> and I thought, mm -hmm. that was weird. Well, Adam was going to be joining us tonight, um, and uh, I've just received a message from him. Shall I read it out for you guys? Yeah, if you want. Uh, it says, uh, still doing my chores, break a leg, chaps. He's yeah. <laughs> arse doing his chores. Who do you think he is? Cinderella. Yeah, Tr Trudy asked me, actually. I was speaking to Trudy earlier on, um, mm. and she asked me, she said... Where have you been keeping Adam? Um, and I said to her, we literally have been keeping him in the freezer. Mm -hmm. You know, we got him out. And uh, she, she, she came back at me and she went, Phew, for a minute there, I thought you'd sent him to Ukraine. And then I thought, well, there's an idea. Yeah, but <laughs> he's too unreliable. You'd send him out there and you'd never see, you'd never hear from him. You know, you'd be going, and here's a special report from our man in Ukraine. And it would be like... Nothing's happening. Adam? Are you there? No, no, he's not. He's not there. He's not there. Yeah, anyway, so um, apparently no car parks were harmed during the earthquake. I'm annoyed, actually. I'm annoyed that no car parks were harmed because if you've been to Stoke-on-Trent, like, even the car parks have car parks. That's that's what it's like over there. Uh, Vaughan, if he's watching, will... We'll, back up this this assertion oh by the way before we continue please do hit the like button the share button the subscribe button if you haven't done already we really appreciate your support and all of that lark and later on in the show we will show you something new oh something new something borrowed something blue something old something new something borrowed something blue so you went to the cinema this afternoon, didn't oh, you, John? Oh, God, I did, yeah. Tell us all about it. Really? You want me to tell you about it? I went to the cinema, okay. right? And the first thing I noticed was, what the freak is going on with the screen, right? Right. So it's Transformers, obviously, right? But Transformers yeah. is quite bass-heavy, yeah? Most movies are yeah. in the cinema anyway, but Transformers is particularly bass-heavy. And the screen was distorting. They've obviously got speakers behind the screen and the bass is making the screen distort because you can see a circular pattern. So, showcase, oh. you really need to address that. That's just not on. That's a very, very poor experience indeed. Mm-hmm. But you saw the latest in the uh, CGI-heavy Transformers franchise, didn't you? Mm, yeah, I did, yeah. 
So I've not seen it, but I'm going to guess, right? And you tell me whether or not I'm right. I'm going to take a little bit of a guess here. Um, diverse Teenager 1 and probably Diverse Teenager 2 discover they have Transformers <laughs> as vehicles, right? Actually, there's something I need to walk... Well, no, not quite, but there's something I need to look up. Okay. But you carry on, carry on. Um... Those Transformers uh, take take diverse female or, or diverse male to go and see the other Transformers, probably Optimus Prime. Some uh, big bad is then introduced. So uh, that, that's world ending and world destroying. And there will, be, there will need to be some kind of MacGuffin to go and find in order to stop the big bad. And then the humans will be the linchpin to that. And they will be the ones able to do the MacGuffin at the end. And then there'll be a completely big, faceless CGI battle to end it all. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Is that about right? It's a Transformers. You know what? The only good Transformers movie was probably one in three. The first one was... I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the first, the first one. one. It was humorous. There was one joke in this movie. One joke. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, there was one joke that landed. If there was any other jokes, it didn't land. Oh dear. Do you want me to tell you the joke or would it spoil it for you? Go on, just tell me the joke. Well, obviously one of the... Well, the Transformers are all cars anyway, the Autobots. So, one of the cars is called Mirage and it's a Porsche. And this guy was... Tri the the, 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 the uh, diverse Latino... Hero was um, was trying to steal the Porsche, okay. Yeah. And um, later on, when you know, once they're they're away looking for the thing that's going to end the world, right? If they the don't, McGuffin. yeah. So they're away looking for this, and he goes, "This is um, my," and he introduces the 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 car as his friend, you know, the car robot as his friend, okay. And he goes. Friend, look, dude, you've been inside me, <laughs> which I thought was actually quite a good joke. Joke. Uh, I, I do. Now the other thing I, I do. don't get is why Hollywood? Why? Oh, why do you always have to voice Scotsman with someone like Ben who puts on a ropey Scottish accent? Why do they do that? They never use a Scotsman to represent a Scotsman. And surely I this is racist. I'll tell you exactly why, and I know the answer to this. Because the person with the ropey Scottish accent, the words can at least be understood. You lot need a translator. No, 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 no. <laughs> so one of the other, th the, the other thing that threw me a wobbly was... You know, the, uh, and this is obviously to try and get some empathy for the lead human character, um, the Latino right. ex-soldier turned car thief, um, who's just trying to steal cars to support his brother's medical expenses because... Of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah because his brother suffers from sickle cell anemia, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's... It just piqued my interest because I know that sickle cell anemia 
um, anemia anemia affects African Americans or Africans, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't realise it affected Hispanics, and that's what I was just looking up. And apparently, it can it can affect Hispanics. Um, so it affects one out of every three hundred and sixty five black or African American births, and also yep. occurs on about one out of every. 16,300 Hispanic births. Well, there you go. So, yeah, they got that bit right, and I was quite disappointed. You learned something new every day, it would appear. Mm-hmm. It would appear. But, do you know what? Hollywood is... Let's, let's talk about Hollywood for a minute, because they keep releasing mediocre shite, and, they, and nobody's going to see it anymore. It's like The Flash. I went to see The Flash... Okay. Yeah. Um, and it is set. It is on track to lose three hundred million dollars. Well, even it is on track. Even Sean said, "The sooner they get rid of that guy that plays the Flash, the better." Yeah, Ezra Miller is a bit of a cult leader by all accounts, isn't he? But, and he's um, not. And, and and Sean's not really that up on it. And I've not coached him or anything on Ezra Miller, but obviously he thinks he's not a nice dude. He's a, he's an issue, but but uh, well, you say I validated the film by watching it. I don't. I didn't pay to go and see it. I didn't pay for it. Don't be silly. Uh, I did go and see it at the cinema, but I didn't pay specifically to go. Well, and see the yeah, flash. but you paid. Well, I pay them seventeen ninety nine a month, and I go see whatever the hell I want. Yeah, so you're paying right. for it. You are paying for but it. But I didn't. Yeah, but but, the, but, the but you're is, counted as someone who watched that movie. So you're on you're one of the viewing figures for the Flash. Right. Anyway, I I went to see it out of interest, um, and it's some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. The Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Um, secondly, it is at least half an hour too long. At least half an hour too long. What is this Hollywood obsession with with two hours now being the minimum? Yeah, the see, of the film? I always thought a movie was an hour and a half. Yeah, about ninety minutes. Yeah, about ninety minutes. It's like this new Indiana Jones flick that I'm going to subject myself to next week. Two and a half hours long. Two and a half hours long. I, I blame Peter Jackson. Indiana Jones movie need to be two and a half hours long. Peter Jackson kind of started this trend with his Lord of the Rings stuff. Well, yeah, you're you're right, but it's just got more and more and more. I mean, that that Avengers Endgame was like three hours long, wasn't it? Um, I I also liked Nick Cage fighting a giant spider. How how long was the Eternals? Because to me, it felt like ten years. Yeah, it felt like ten years to me as well. Eternals was probably my god, one of the worst films I've ever seen. And that's saying something. It was bad, and I'll be and to be fair. Thor, Love and Thunder, was probably even worse. And then we've got the latest Pixar movie. Now, Pixar used to be a pretty good studio. They used to put out a film. They used to make a load of money. You know, they made Toy Story. They mm-hmm. made Finding Nemo. They used to make a... The latest one, Elemental, has cost them $200 million to... Ma- How does an animated movie cost you $200 million to make, first of all? Well, uh, animated movies aren't cheap to make. Why would you think they'd be cheap? No, but two hundred million. Right, you've actually no idea how the music, the the movie industry works, have you? No, you don't. Still, 
It, it, it's amazing. It's amazing how quickly you rack up costs when you're filming. Oh, yeah, no, I, I completely do understand that. But still, this film is absolute freaking garbage it is uh-huh. garbage and it's once again set to lose money it's set to lose money at the box office and people can say like oh it's superhero fatigue or it's this that or the other because they keep trying to make that excuse so why is the spider-verse movie doing really really well oh, oh wait because it's actually good that's why yeah because it's actually a good film now if you make a good film People, you know, there's this thing called word of mouth, and especially when it comes to social media, and people talk about it, and then people go out and see it. Whereas this, I saw Elemental as a secret screening, uh, what was it, about a week and a half ago? Um, A bit, bit longer than that. But, my God, it is beautiful. Pixar Animation Studios make beautiful looking films. It is gorgeous. But they've absolutely sacrificed the whole story the whole story in favor of this racism bad um, narrative that they just want to shove down your throat at absolutely every given opportunity. They could have made a unique, brilliant film uh, and instead they just made this movie about, oh, elements don't mix. Oh, you stay over there. Oh, racism bad. It's like, this is 2023. Most people... Know that racism is bad. Make a good bloody film. See, I, I wasn't quite sure about this Transformers movie as, as to what time it was set in. Because it appeared um, to be set in the late nineties. Yeah, so um, it is a sequel to the Bumblebee movie. So the Bumblebee movie was a prequel. And now this new Transformers yeah, movie is a sequel to that. Optimus Prime was a bit of a dick. Optimus Prime's always been a bit of a dick, to be honest. Yes, indeed, he has. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I, I, I found that I had no. There was no sense of suspense. There was no sense of peril. Um, you weren't really concerned whether people lived or died because you'd never really bonded with the characters. There was nothing, there was nothing there to make you like. They weren't likable people, you know. Um, no. uh, they just weren't uh, likable people. Don't want to make likable, but they don't want to. They don't want to make character-driven stories. They want to make big, overblown, bloated CGI fests with the best special effects they can think of, and they oh look at this big, explosive, pretty because it's turning into idiocracy. Well, it's yeah, turning into idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, like, sorry. Carry on. I find myself these days when I'm going to watch a movie, if I'm, say, settling down for an evening and think, I may watch a movie tonight, I turn more and more to to stuff that I've seen before, you know, to older movies that I've enjoyed and liked. I tell you, one of my best cinema-going experiences was the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the best cinemas I well, films I have seen on cinema in such a long time. It surprised it's me. Not, it's not big, it's not bloated, it's not overblown. It's a self-contained character study about what happens when somebody delves deeper and deeper into mental illness. Um, and I thought this movie was brilliant. 
It was absolutely brilliant, and it was made on such a small budget. Um, I've heard I've heard the uh, the phrase used that Joker was made on the cocaine budget of most other movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I really did enjoy it. I didn't think I would because I'm not I'm not a great Batman fan. You know, mm. uh, I'm not I'm not that fond of Batman and the Batman franchise as such. But uh, yeah, I, I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. No, I did, and I think the sequel, which is being shot at the moment, is probably going to be overbloated. I mean, we've got Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn. Oh, 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 um, oh, hold on, I'm going to pull up Militant Mushroom. Do you mean Whiskey Galore? Um, because I think it may be Whiskey Galore you're talking about. But anyway, that's carry that's on. Nothing to sniff at if with regards to my cocaine budget, bloody... <laughs> comment uh, yes he says yeah galore not ahoy there you go well, time yes, yes you can't you can't catch an old guy like me out <laughs> well not often i tell you what i have been watching i've watched um i watched all the basil rathbone sherlock holmes movies they're brilliant they're yeah you keep telling me you're watching those it's, yeah. it's just not something i'm interested in but fair enough if you're enjoying they're, they're really good they're really good i, I enjoyed them um yeah and they've all been remade, and they've all been remade worse than they were when it was Basil Rathbone playing Sherlock Holmes. He's the best Sherlock Holmes, in my opinion. So what did you think Fair of enough. the pre-roll? Did you like Did you like the cat? Now, I think that cat is actually Blofeld. Yeah. I, think, I don't think Blofeld was the guy. I think the cat was Blofeld. Because you see the way that cat was sitting there. That, that to me, is Blofeld. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you and you took that video that I shared with you about mm-hmm. the making of the sandwich. Yes, I did. I did. Yes, you did. I thought that was rather impressive. I did. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was different. I'll give you that. It was, it was a bit of a bit of a waste, but <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, somewhat impressive, somewhat impressive. And, and I thought to to tell Nicola Sturgeon that uh, excuse me, that's a witness box, not a soap box. <laughs> <laughs> that has is the comment of the week. It really is. And you know what? Someone else is gonna be awarded with something tonight. They Late, are someone is going on. to be awarded. Later on. This is going this is going uh, has has it been done? No, it hasn't, but it will be sent out. No, he's done fuck all today. Go. He's done nothing that I asked him to do. Madam Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam, Adam, Adam. See, he wants back in and then he fucks off again, you know? Adam, go back Adam, in the freezer. Back in the freezer. Back in the freezer. Just like Eddie. Then you know what happened to Eddie. Mm. It didn't end well. So they're right in France. Pardon? The riots in France. in France. Well, they appear to be doing more than rioting. They appear to be burning the country down. Because apparently yeah. every city and every town's suffering at the moment. I don't know. I'm not there. so. But I will say that a couple of proclamations have come out of Emmanuel Macron today. The first one, that all bus and tram travel in the country is suspended. Yes, that's true. No one can travel... No one can that's travel true. on bus. No one can travel on trams. And secondly... His, that's true. Um going on there that's true yeah okay you all right everything good 
Uh, did you hear that's true? Yeah, several yeah. times. You, I, you, you heard it several times. I think the stream only heard it once. Um, no, it's not me on the bike, then, really. So carry on. But, <laughs> but secondly, um, he is demanding that social media companies pull all footage of the rioting. There you go. Censorship. Dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah, that's, that's quite concerning. Yeah. You know, for more reasons than one, right. because, okay, let me pose you a scenario. Hold on a minute. Let me pose you... Okay. Right, hold, hold on a minute. So he's cancelling all bus and tram services, yeah, because yep. of the writing. So what? Have you been... You've been to France? Yeah, I drive around by myself, yeah, to be honest. but you've been to France. And, yeah. and Ben, you're not alone. Everybody drives around by themselves. The country's huge. Everybody's got a car, and nobody uses public transport unless you're taking the TGV, right? Yeah. So nobody uses public transport unless you actually live in Paris and you're going somewhere in Paris. Other than that, there isn't any public transport. <laughs> See, when I, no, I mean, I lived in France for, what, two years, and... I can't remember. I can't remember passing a bus. Yeah. Or a bus passing me on the road. I mean, there's plenty of buses within the uh, Disney Resort, for example. Yeah, but that's a, that's Paris, right? And Paris yeah. isn't France. Like London's not the UK, you know. So it appears, according to Andy Ngo, um, France has been crippled by days uh, of race riots by use of immigrant background, gang members, anarchists, Antifa, and the far left. Oh, hold on, Following... hold on there. These people aren't gang members. Did you, did you, did you hear Fred Soro? You know, the French um, maitre d', Gordon Ramsay's maitre d'. Did you, right. So he, he waded in um, when Rishi Sunak said... While he accepted the Court of Appeal's opinion, he profoundly disagreed with it and was going to the Supreme Court to to, mm -hmm. to try and ship out these um, illegals to Rwanda for processing, right? Yeah. So Fred's Fred Soro, who is who is a Frenchman, <laughs> okay, and whether he lives in England or not, I'm not sure, but he's still very much a Frenchman. So he wades in saying these these migrants are not gang members, right? Well, if they're not gang members when they get here, who the hell are these migrants that are gang members in France? Well, well, yeah. Well, first of all, he's completely misconstrued what Rishi Sunak said. When, yes, I when know. Rishi Sunak refers to gang members, right? And there's not often I will stick up for Rishi Sunak. But when he refers to gang members, what he is referring to are the people running the smuggling operations. That's what he's referring to. He's not referring to the people in the boats. He's referring to the people running the smuggling operations. And that is organised. Yeah, and, and like I say, either Fred here is being willfully ignorant or he is just stupid. Oh, he's been... Uh, he's, he, oh, it's probably a bit of both. Now, I'd just like to point out that if you're on Twitter and you want to find out what's going on, rear announcements and things happening later, you're going to have to come over to YouTube. Because your yeah, stream's just over. about to be killed. Bye bye Twitter. Bye bye Twitter. Love you. But you don't pay us. But this all seems to have. Do you remember the. 
this all seems to have sparked from the shooting or by police mm-hmm. uh, of a French Algerian youth on yeah. June the twenty seventh, so three days ago. Yeah. Um, and it's it, you know that's a similar vein to. Do you remember the L- London riots? I think it was in twenty twelve. Um, well, <sighs> they were countrywide actually. Eventually, um, there was a police shoot. There was police shooting in Tottenham, I think, and it sparked a bunch of riots for several nights uh, throughout the UK. It seems to be this in the same sort of vein, but at the end of the day, French police are—they're quite trigger happy, I would say. In in some respects, they they carry the guns. <clears throat> yeah. As as a matter of a uh, yeah, Mark Duggan says Shalini. Well, you, that's right. In twenty twelve, you've got two. You've got two different types of French police. You've got the the regular city police. Hmm. Which only really deal with the city that they're working in, and then you, yeah. then you've got the Gendarmerie Nationale, which is almost like a paramilitary force. They're almost yeah. like the army. They've got armored cars and everything, and you don't want to mess with those guys. So uh, Vaughan says, "Ben, volume up or John, volume down, please." Well, but your microphone looks quite far away. My microphone's not that far away. Look. Okay. Um, that's okay. I've just turned my gain up. I've just opened my gain out a bit, so hopefully that's a bit better. I've turned mine down a bit. Oh, there you go. Right. But yeah, no, it looks it looks like uh, France is is somewhat of a war zone at the moment, and it does concern me that the president is saying. The president is saying, uh, you know social media companies please take down this footage and it concerns me for more reasons than one the, the, the first reason obviously being he obviously doesn't want the world at large to see what's going yeah. on in his country and the fact that he doesn't have control and secondly that footage could be the difference between somebody in a neighborhood knowing whether or not something is gonna mm-hmm. hit them near their house and they can get out or not and if if that footage is being openly suppressed and they don't know, they could end up burnt out of their house or anything. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a bit concerning. It really is. And I think that Emmanuel Macron is wrong in this respect. So I think he is wrong. I think this footage should be shared. I think people should know what's going on. Because at the end of the day, it's tantamount to suppression of the free press, is it not? Yes, yes, I believe so. I mean, I said to you earlier on, I sent John a message earlier on saying you want to go to France, I'll drive us over. If he if he, if he he opts a plane down to Gatwick, I'll drive us over. Not really. We'll go take a look for ourselves. No. But, um... No, nah, I, he does, he does. I, I don't really want to. I, I mean... You want to go and report on... See, the problem is, right, the problem is you get into these situations, you end up getting caught up in it, you know? When they start yeah, kicking off like that. And the next thing you know, your head's split open and you're lying on the pavement, you know, and then getting charged a whack because you've had to be treated in a French hospital. Yeah, no, you've got a point there. You've got a point there. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. It's one that I'm going to keep an eye on because the French do like to have a go. They do like to have a go. But... Yeah, but see, that's, that's the French. 
Or is this, is this just, is this, you, you know, every French town has a large migrant population. That's the, every, lar- yeah. well, every large French town, okay, has got mm-hmm. quite a big migrant population. And they all seem to deliver fast food on scooters. That's all they seem to do. Right. So you have these scooter gangs of predominantly black people running about, right. running about the, t- the, the bigger towns. Smaller towns, yeah. smaller towns are just French. They just have French people in them, and that's that. Right. So I think these problems will be confined to the bigger towns. And well, I think it's. I, th- I don't think this is the French as such. I think this is the recently introduced French. I think you are right in in the respect that it's the migrant communities that are driving this. But I also believe there are probably a lot of quote-unquote far-left Antifa-type opportunists taking full advantage of this because that's the sort of thing they like to do. So um, they're, they're in solidarity, they'll call it, when really they just want to rob a new pair of trainers. So Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, did you see them when they ram-raided a little? Oh, my God. If you're going to if you're gonna go and loot a store, why would you loot why a little? little? Why loot a little? You know what? Have what's you ever been in an Alshan? Yeah. Come on, guys. It's ridiculous. It's everything in an Alshan. Go there. It's Oshan. I love her. I love Oshan. Oshan would be German. <laughs> yeah, but I I love it. I love it. I think. <laughs> oh, there's so much looting, Shalini. There is so much looting going on. Oh yeah. And like I said, it's, it's the same with what happened in 2012, right? A lot of these people that were kicking off in cities all over the country were not kicking off because of Mark Duggan. They were kicking off because they wanted a new pair of Reeboks. Mm-hmm. And so they went, they went down the road, or, or they wanted a new flat screen. So they went down the road, they went into town, they broke some windows, and they just robbed what they wanted. And it's the same with the BLM quote-unquote riots over in the States. A lot of these things happened because people wanted a new flat screen. It was not about justice. It was not about uh, peace or anything like that. Because, I'm sorry, but what does stealing stuff have to do with justice? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. It is just... And then people will go, oh, but it's just people expressing themselves. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to express myself by going and robbing an ATM. No, it's not. It's it's theft. It's crime, and it's an excuse. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> I would all say. All it is. I would say, militant mushroom. If you could call a Hyundai Coupe a sports car. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Francis, um, yeah, Francis, uh, imploding as we see. This is. Oh, excuse. Uh, what, what you'll see, though, is you'll see the French police don't really have any control of this whatsoever. They don't have it under control. <clears throat> and it doesn't even look like, for the most part, they're attempting to control it, first of all. But second of all, when you get a bunch of, you know, little old ladies protesting for their freedom in Paris, the riot police turn up, crack the skulls open. Yeah. Bit of a juxtaposition there, really, isn't it? Well, it kind of happens here as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Although they do seem to have cracked down on Just Stop Oil these days. 
<laughs> we go in there. We go in there. I'm just saying. I mean, did you see that guy? <laughs> so this is inspired. Okay. Pouring milk on them. Because, mm. you know, within a within half an hour, they are going to be honking. Especially in that weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, putting water on them, no big deal. But putting milk on them, they are going to be stinking. Yeah, they are. Now, we neither condone nor condemn the actions of somebody pouring milk over just to oil protesters. We're re merely reporting on the fact that the dude had, I think it was like a six-pint bottle of milk, and he came along with it, and he just started unloading on these JSO protesters. Now, I put out a tweet earlier because... Just up oil tweeted this morning, breaking students break bail in front of parliament. Mm -hmm. Now, just just hear me out here, okay? Yeah, yeah. After being given bail conditions, which, and this is real, by the way, what I'm about to tell you, which banned them from protesting, Rosie, Daphne, and Idris are sat on the pavement in front of Parliament holding placards. Rosie, Daphne, Daphne and Idris. And Idris. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah, sorry, carry on. I did respond to them and I did say... Wentworth will be along to give them their gluten-free, vegan-friendly snacks from Marks and Spencer soon. Arabella not far behind with the boba tea. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I mean, what more can you say? It's um. It's just... I mean, what kind? Of, it's I, they've always got these types of names, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they um, do. They've, they've always got these types of names. So I quote tweeted them anyway, and I said, Rosie, Daphne, and Idris, come on! Why do they always have names like this? And I was responded their, to by someone. Sorry, and their boyfriend will be called Tarquin and Wilfred, well, well, that Chris, kind of thing. Well, Militant Mushroom responded, Where's Tarquin? Mm. So I, res I responded at his, at his <laughs> anal bleaching appointment. Oh, good God! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. They've all got these, and they all speak like this. I am fighting here today to just make sure, like, all of the oh. common people... And Ollie. Uh, Remember Ollie. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm terrified of what's going to but happen. The thing the is, the thing is, I think he genuinely is. I think he genuinely yeah. is terrified. That's the problem. These people have been brainwashed. They've been suckered in. Yeah, they've been suckered in. And they think the world is going to end. And really, you know, the world will do just fine. Whether they, you know... Paint a building orange or not? Vaughn says, posh guy at work keeps saying he ain't posh. <laughs> then he started talking about his girlfriend, Imogen. <laughs> What's his name, Vaughn? What's his name? Oh, God. <laughs> Just his first name. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, my God. 
the world isn't ending. The world's just doing fine. It's um, the sun's that might be ending. It's our civilization that might be ending. But the I, world, I, the world I, will you, be just fine. Daniel, well, Daniel's not that that. Popular, no, Daniel is Daniel is quite posh. You wouldn't be um, called Daniel in Scotland unless you're a toff. Shalini says no one is called Imogen. I used to date an Imogen when I was very young. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, very young. Very young. <laughs> I now realise the error of my ways. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Imogen. <laughs> what but, are you going on about, John? And yes, you are correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> so he's asking me a question and then answered it at the same time. That's cool. <laughs> We do, we do like that. We do yeah. like that indeed. We like it when you think things through. Well done, mate. You you get there. You get there. So uh, Julie's talking in the chat about the fact that she was arrested when she poured a glass of wine over her oh, ex-husband. Quite really so. And she said she had a kick in for it, covered in defence wounds, yet still arrested. Well, you know what? Yeah. I was arrested for being beaten black and blue by police officers. Quite really so. so. Quite rightly so. Quite rightly so. <laughs> I got the whole thing on video and I'm still on fucking bail. Right, anyway, um, only two likes, really. Well, I've got... Yeah, come on, get them likes up. <laughs> I can see seven. I, I, I don't know what, not enough. Seven. But I don't know what Shalini's looking at, but anyway. But hey, you know what? And remember, engage with us. In the, there was a few comments today. That I answered today. I like that. I like answering comments. I like to hear what you think, because you know, if you don't come back at us in the comments, then it's hard to engage in the conversation. Uh, so I, I just want to congratulate you once again on a good episode of Down the Rabbit Hole. Last oh. night. It was a part one. It's two parter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's they got quite involved. I, I think perhaps me being hecklefish slowed it down a bit, but. I do like to add a little bit of levity into it because cause sometimes I think Ed gets a bit, he gets right into it, you know, and he does. You got to pull him back, you know. You got to pull because he would just, he would just, he would just, he would just go. He would like going down the waterway. Pull into that rabbit hole and you wouldn't be able to get him out. <laughs> yeah, even if you tied a rope round his ankles as he climbed into the TV. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go, Shalini. I'd, I'd even said. That Ed had a voice that you could fall asleep to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shalini, it's only part one. Shalini proved me right. <laughs> it is only part one. Part two will be next Thursday. I wasn't pished. I had four Peronis. That's hardly in the pished category. You were pissed. I wasn't pissed. I, I was acting. Yeah. Do you know what people? Do you know what people who are pissed usually say? I, I wasn't I'm pissed. I'm not pissed. I'm on a. I'm not pissed. I'm on my second speckled ten already tonight. Well, I had a a whole <laughs> nest of baby spiders exposed. Oh yeah, you cruel, you cruel person! Imagine eating the whole nest of baby spiders. They, they they sort of exploded out above my head, and I dealt with them. But as I was dealing with them, my Red Bull exploded, and I had to drink it like I was shit. You had to shotgun shotgunning a beer <laughs> at the party. <laughs> had to drink it from the side of the can. Like we used to shotgun beer by stabbing a pen in the bottom of it and then popping the tab. 
Ah, uh, yeah, you. It's either for us. It was either a pen knife or a pen. Stab it in. Pop yeah, it down. you don't want to use a pen knife because the can can split. You want something circular. Mm, fair this enough. speaks a voice yeah. of experience. I'm not as think as you drunk I am, says Tony. Yeah. <laughs> You're quite right, Tony. You're quite right. Quite right, Tony. Quite right, indeed. So what else is going on in the world, <sighs> then, Johnny? Uh, Talk to me, baby. What? What? my ears. What, what's happening at Disney? What's going on there? What do you mean? Right, so... Where are we? Uh, right, so... We are finally going to see the destruction of a childhood hero to hundreds of millions get led to slaughter. I hope Kathleen's hubris leads to Disney's downfall. I feel bad for those who this depend is, on it for a... Indiana ju- Jones. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so in Indiana Jones, so they're basically going the, the, the route of what they did with Luke Skywalker. They're, they're destroying the character. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're going to make him... They're going to completely emasculate him uh, the the new the new female lead played by that insufferable Phoebe Waller Bridge is going to be the lead, isn't she, in this new indie flick? And in fact, I've heard something about the end which makes me very worried. Shall we say? Makes me yeah, very worried. I, 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 I don't think they should have made the movie. I really don't. I don't think they should have made the movie with an eighty-year-old Harrison Ford. No, no. He's past it. He's past it. It's as simple as that. You can't make a a sort of serial type adventure flick with an 80 year old man. They really should have called it Indiana Jones and the Zimmer frame of time. They should have done. (laughs) Indiana Jones and the end of days. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should never have made the Crystal Skull. He was too old then. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, it's like it's like Star Wars. The first three were the best, and that's it. Yeah, you might as well forget it after that. Um, yeah, the old movies were great. I mean, Short Round was extremely annoying, but you know, Sorry. yes, yes. Well, yeah, but yeah, that always has annoying people in these things. But yeah, you know, Karen Allen left Hollywood to go work in a toll booth after the first one. Yeah. <laughs> She was I'm a drunk. She was a drunk as well, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm not. I'm not joking, by the way. Karen Allen ended up working in the toll booth. Yeah, that's what she. She sat in the, on, on. I think the New Jersey Turnpike. I once. Um, I once. I once turned up at the, the. Oh, what's the tunnel? One of the tunnels into New York City. I turned up at the tunnel and I didn't have enough money for the toll booth. And I had to sweet talk the woman in the toll booth to let me through. Was it Karen Allen? No, it wasn't Karen Allen. <laughs> it was a big black woman, but I was talking to her in a Scottish accent, and eventually she goes, yeah, just on you go, on you go. <laughs> well, she didn't say I, it like I, that. She went, on you, on you go. On, I loved you in Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a line spoken by Karen Allen in Raiders, right? Let me talk about this. Karen Allen was in good in Raiders. Karen Allen's great. She is great. Yeah. Um, but there's a line spoken by her when when they first meet. And she basically calls uh, Indiana Jones a pedophile. Did you know that? Go and rewatch Raiders. She says, I was a child. It was wrong. And you knew it. 
So that's canon to the. That's, uh, that's interesting. That's yeah. that's canon to the Indiana Jones law and, that he's a Peter. But the the whole um, the whole Indiana Jones thing was riddled with flaws anyway. I mean, how are you supposed to how are you supposed to survive the journey on the back of a submarine across the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> that's that's a stretch. Yeah. Well. Sorry, it's opening a magical arc. But the, do you know what? In those movies, well, especially Raiders, right? Indiana Jones' involvement makes no difference to the story. Yeah, we know that. And we, Sheldon yeah. told us in the Big Bang Theory. And yeah. we, we brought it up here before. But yeah, it, 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 it doesn't matter what he did. The same thing would have played out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The Nazis uh, would still have had their faces melted by the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. But, you know, still good movies. Those first oh, three. We don't, need, we don't need any more rabbit holes. We've got a stack. I've got, uh, I said, movies used to be, uh, I've, used I've, to be made. I've actually, sorry. Character. Right. I've actually, okay. what I've said to Ed is I want to do them every second week. So every second Thursday would be a rabbit hole. You're going to keep him on his toes now. Yeah, well, he, he, he reckons he could do it. He reckons he could do it. So, um, because we've got that many to go through, and people like rabbit hole, generally. Yeah, they do. Um, and obviously next Wednesday, I'm Although, trying to get us more into... You say that, right? You say people... I mean, all these people in our audience here that are with us live seem to love rabbit hole. Right? They do, but they never seem to watch it for long enough. No, because the stats no. tell me that you actually watch our shows longer than you watch Rabbit Hole. Yeah, which is well, I, which I is think weird because we've actually built a show here. To be honest, <laughs> right? Okay, but um, I'm also trying to up the interviews. So we've got Matt Letizia next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. So, John, you're coming on that one, aren't you? Yeah. You are. Uh, I, I am eventually going to nail down Bert from We've Got a Problem. Unfortunately, circumstances and fate have just got in the way of that one. The last time I was supposed to do it was Saturday night. Oh, wait, I was in an operation. Right? <laughs> so I had to pull out on that one. Um. I've got Natalie Chill coming up, World of NC. She works on TNT Radio. She's been here on the show before. Yep. Um, I'm not sure who else I've got coming, but we're talking to other people. And hopefully, if anybody does watch this that runs their own shows, uh, we'll come on your show. We'll come and chat with you as well. We're, we're more than willing to come, come over and join other people. And hopefully we'll have another date or two for Rise with Sonia Poulton coming up soon as well, because I actually really enjoyed the one I did the other day, um, where we just deep dived into one topic and just kept it at that. I, I liked that. I enjoyed that little format. That's because you have a tiny um, brain. <laughs> I don't have to work under these conditions. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, that was good. We've got rid of Ben. So we can carry on now with uh, the rest of the news. Um, Nigel Farage. What's going on with Nigel Farage, Ben? Uh, I believe the bank is cooped. 
He hasn't um, fully confirmed that, but it's, it's, a it's bank not a private bank. Yeah, but it's owned by NatWest. Yeah, okay. But they have contacted Nigel and are closing all of his bank accounts, personal right. and business. Uh, well, they haven't told him. <sighs> I'll tell you why. Yeah. It's Nigel Farage. Yeah, and then what's his name? Fox is jumping Fox? on the. He's jumping on the bandwagon as well, isn't he? Can't see well, he, green cheese go past him, can he? Well, well, apparently Lawrence Fox is being called tomorrow by a manager at Barclays to discuss his accounts. <laughs> Barclays have got a cheek. <laughs> One of the most corrupt banks in the world. <laughs> They've got a cheek calling anyone. <laughs> I mean, but remember, and I don't like to invoke the name Tommy, right? Because yeah. I don't like him. I don't like him. You know who I'm talking no, about. No, I know who you mean. But this happened to him. Mm-hmm. It's happened to him and nobody, no, none of these people said anything. This yep. happened to Toby yep. Young to to an extent, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. This happened to Katie Hopkins. Yep. This, this happened to all of these people. And now all of a sudden it's hitting someone who thought they were establishment. Because let's face it, Nigel Farage does think he's establishment. Yeah, of course he um, does, yeah. All of a sudden it's it's... It's big news. It's it's bad. This has been happening. I mean, in the United States, it happened to people who were members of the group Proud Boys. No matter what, what you think of those that group mm-hmm. of people, what you think they are, what they think, it happened to them for simply having that affiliation. Now, I don't think personally, and I think legislation, and I, you know me, I don't like to legislate things, but I think legislation. This is this is an area where it does need to be in place that says people can't deny you banking services based upon what appears to be a political opinion. Well, see, the problem there is banks are private institutions. Well, I, I would I would contest that the owners of Coots are not, because they're at least 40% bailed out by the, by the British government. Mm, by the well, British 40%, 40% is nothing. That means that it's still 60% in private hands. Like Shalini says in the chat, this same thing happened to the Canadian yeah, government. Yeah, the Canadian truckers yeah. at the behest of the government. Yeah, I I agree that they shouldn't. The, the government shouldn't be making these decisions. But the problem is the banking. The banks are private institutions, and if they don't want to deal with you, you can't force them to deal with you. It's a tough one. It is a tough one because you know what is, you know what makes it not tough, and you're not going to like this. That? Central bank digital currency. Because mm. then everyone will be involved in that and you won't have any choice and that would solve your problem. Would it, uh, well, until they turn yours off. Well, they won't turn it off. They'll just reduce, you know, they'll reduce your limits or something like that. But yeah, I mean, look at, look at EU. The Von der Leyen came out with the central bank digital currency outline you know, like a, a year or more ago, and now they're wanting to implement it. And that's what they're saying. You know, no more than 3,000 euros in your digital currency bank. That's ridiculous. No more than that, you know, because you, you, you don't want people to, to, um, to do things like money laundering or, be, or buy things. Now, this... Despite the fact that I don't have a pot to piss well, in, right? right? So, uh, I mean, even even beyond that, look what happened to all the people who were Russian citizens. 
Yeah. No. That had not, everything seized. Yeah, we're not at war with Russia. Okay? No. We're not at war with Russia, and yet Russian citizens in this country had their assets seized. How did, yeah. How is that legal? I honestly couldn't tell you. No, I don't know either. I, I just couldn't tell you. But the, I want to make a point here, right? Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that I do not have a pot to piss in mm -hmm. at all. I, I, you know, I haven't even got 50 quid in the bank. Yeah. Right? I don't begrudge someone who's got billions. Yeah. Because they went out, you know, they might have done some shady underhanded things in order to obtain that. Like stole their stuff. They've gone out and they've done whatever they've done to uh, obtain that. And and do I hope that the amount that we put into what we do will pay dividends in the end? Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, we are working our asses off to try and build something, not just for ourselves, not just to entertain you, but to also, you know, support our families. But I don't begrudge people who have made it or have made a load of money. And I think everybody should have the right, the entitlement, the ability to build something for themselves. And I don't think there should be a limit to that. I don't think there should be a limit to the wealth that you can obtain. Now, this idea of you can only have 3,000 euros in your digital currency, that's terrifying. That's stifling you. That's telling you that you, you, you have a, an innate max value and you can't build anything beyond that because, you know, stay in your place. I'm, I'm pretty sure I just saw a load of people put, or a load of 100s pop up the chat there. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that as well. What does that mean? I, I think that was somebody agreeing, clicking like emojis. Oh, right, okay. So, um, I was watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Episode yeah. 3. Okay. And there was a thing about the socialist everything is provided for you yeah. society that Star Trek lives yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Because they went back in time to the 21st century, i.e. now, and they had to use money. And they obviously, this was an alien concept to one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, and, and and you know Star Trek, if that could come about, and it see, I don't understand those. So how does this work? So first of all, who makes the kit that you want? So say you want, say say we want nice cameras on our mixing desk and all that for our studio to do what we're doing. How do we get mm -hmm. that? Do we just apply guess, for it? Do the government just give so. us it? And the thing is, I guess so. Who makes Do the we kit? Own it? Yeah, well, well, we don't need to own it as long as we can use it. And and you know, I'll mm. be, I'll, I'll, that's fine. I don't mind not owning it if I can use it exclusively, right? Because it yeah. would need to be continually set up. It's not as if you could take it down and hand it back in every week, you know. So it would need to be like, um, yeah, I'm taking this, but I'm taking it for like twenty years, you know. You're not getting it back, right? <laughs> And and, like and then what happens in five years' time when you need to update it? You know? And well, and the thing is I would like who's who's got the incentive to make things better? Because who's paying for this? Well, this is a good question, and I would like to interrupt you because if you are sick of our current society, John, 
Mm -hmm. Show them how they can join a new one. Well, this, this could be, this could be your way out, people. Uh, where the hell is it? Keep talking. Right, let's talk about something I'm else. Talking. What the hell happened? Things are going wrong tonight, uh, aren't they? Things always go wrong. We've been working on this for a while. Yeah, so we have, we have. Been Carry working on. on this a while. Carry on, keep going. And uh, we've come up with the solution. Uh, if, if you would like to... Um, if you would like to 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 leave your world behind, if you would like to uh, join us, yes, and support us, then yeah. this is how you can do that. This is how you could do it. Are you bored of your monotonous existence, the demeaning tasks, the soul-destroying repetition, the grey faceless drones that you work with? Is there a way out? How can you escape this? Join us. Come to. Veridoro. The land of opportunity. The fantastical land of opportunity where you can be what you were destined to be. You can blossom. Join us. From sea to shining sea. Across our land, we are surrounded by natural beauty and natural beauties. In Veridora, our beaches are completely unspoiled, just like our women. Our land is plentiful and bountiful. Our cities are vibrant, engaging, colourful, enjoyable. Anything and everything that you need is there within your grasp, right there. Within 15 minutes, you will own absolutely nothing, but you will be ecstatic. Join us. It's within the grasp of anyone to become a citizen of Veridora. You'll never look back once you're there. You don't need to worry about anything. Democracy? Who cares? You have your benevolent dictators, Ben and John. They will look after your every need, make all the important decisions for you, you don't need to worry your pretty little head. You just go out and enjoy yourself. You'll get extras. You'll get early access to our dear leader's announcements. You too can become a citizen of Veridora. Just join us by becoming a citizen today at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent or patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or by using the join button on YouTube. You know you want to. Veridora is not a physical place, and all rewards offered for membership will be fulfilled in a timely fashion. Chasing Descent appreciate any and all ongoing support. Not a cult. <laughs> so I shall be shortly making this live on Kofi, and you will be able to join at many different citizenship levels. You will. And citizenship denotes yeah. rights yes it does indeed you'll get your you, you'll get a certificate of citizenship you'll probably get a passport when, uh, yeah hmm. you'll get a passport once Adam gets around to making it and mm -hmm. you'll and every week there will be citizen of the week 
Citizen of the Week. And some of Friday you, night. some of you may have pre-qualified as citizens. So they have. Be careful because you might be receiving information from Veridora. We have official certificates of citizenship that if you subscribe at certain levels, you will get in the post. Um, we, we are going to we're going to give you uh, a lot more in the way of extra content. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll get Ben a vodka and Red Bull. Well, I'm going out for a date with my wife tomorrow night. So just just saying. But but yes, um, it will be live on Kofi very soon and then YouTube as well. And then uh, Patreon by Monday. And you can subscribe at whatever citizenship level you would like. Each citizenship level comes with different perks, different rights. You don't get the right to vote. No, 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 no. You, you heard that. You don't need to worry about democracy because it's a benevolent dictatorship. That's the best kind of dictatorship. That is the best kind of dictatorship. But let's first honour our first citizen of the week, shall we, John? Did you guys hear? Did you guys hear the voice over in the music? I heard it. Yeah, you, I just want to make sure they did. Well, I know I actually had to turn on the YouTube to hear it. I didn't hear it through you. I ah, right. Yeah, it. no, you wouldn't have held it through me. That's fine. Yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, our citizen of the week this week goes to Andrew Lomax. Andrew Lomax. Everybody, of the week. Everybody applaud. Um, if you can, go on your doorsteps and bang some pots and pans. Yep. Um, Andrew Lomax, Citizen of the Week. Andrew, um, step forward and receive your Citizen of the Week certificate. <laughs> Which will be I on YouTube. I don't even think he's here. I don't even think he's here. I don't think he's here either, but, you know... He's missing out on his. He's missing out on his own ceremony. He's normally here. Yeah. He's normally here. But yes, this is um, this is our new subscription tier thing. So yeah, you know, it, it, and you know, it's a bit of a laugh. But you will get you will get extras, and what we're trying, to, and we'll be starting a newsletter as well. So yeah. Uh, once you've got the information, get your email addresses in, and we'll be sending you a newsletter if you want it. Mm -hmm. You know, every um, every morning or whatever. So yeah, Mr. Jungle Griffin says this is dystopian. Yeah, this and what's the problem? Parody what? on dystopian. What's the problem with that? I, with, yeah, look, I mean, I don't understand. Why would you? Why would you not want this? Because this this fulfills all your needs. You don't That's, have to do anything. Nothing. It's, it's it's brilliant. You know, it's. It, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. <laughs> Trudy says, I want lucky bags with toys and sweets. <laughs> Maybe oh my a possibility. God, I remember those. I remember those. Yeah. I think you can still get them in places like Poundland. Yeah, can you? You know what, Trudes? Depending on what level of citizen you become, there could be lucky bags on the well, horizon. See, right, artifact and reality. You're not understanding this, okay? This is a separate country. We're not yep. beholden to any UK GDPR laws or any nonsense like that. This is a separate country. So, you know, take your UK you know laws and it, put them this, in a this country. Put them in a pipe. 
This country is legitimate, as legitimate as the super duper Europe, European World Court of Human Justice rights. Yeah. Uh, there are issues and proclamations that say that Bill Gates needs to be arrested. Yeah. That's how legitimate it is. We're as legitimate yeah. as that. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Trudy says I demand more fit men in Viagra land that, or whatever that, it's called. That's only um that's only that's, that's only that's only advert one, you know, of many. Because you'll be bombarded with this from now on, you realise this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's legit as Terramar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. So anyway, shall we move on? Do you like my script? Oh, I hope they like my script. What script? The one I mean, that you, I you ripped apart and ad-libbed and extended dramatically. Still so, uh, basis. Yeah, yeah. So did we um, did we cover No Rwanda for you? No, we did not. <laughs> so the... Um, John, yeah. no Rwanda for you. No, no, we won't use Rwanda. We'll use, we'll use Wakanda. Any illegal migrants that come to our country will be sent to Wakanda. Wakanda, baby. Wakanda, Off forever. <laughs> By proclamation of the Veradora Courts of Justice that I just made up and is run by me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. See, this Legitimate. Is, this is how quickly things can happen in a dictatorship. You know, we just decide. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie says, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Careful. You, you just be careful, Frankie, because if you start to question the benevolent dictators, you might end up in, you know, you might end up in the freezer with Adam. I mean, I mean, we're not going to call it a gulag. <laughs> no, it's just, we'll call it the freezer. <laughs> well, uh, how may to ask a good question? Does Veradora allow economic migrants? Well, anybody can migrate yes. Veradora. Yes, we encourage, <laughs> we encourage economic migrants. The more money you spend, the higher up in the society you'd go. It's just like the real world. <laughs> exactly. Militant Mushroom says, get baked, Frankie. It'll make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're trying. We're we're trying to make it more fun, yeah. right? We're just trying to make. It, we're trying to have a bit of fun. We're trying. We're trying to. Uh, we're trying to have something a bit different, and we want you all to become citizens of our country. And we'll genuinely, if you subscribe at those higher tiers, if you if you do that, if you support us in that way, we will give back. And it's like me on Twitter, for example, my Twitter account right now. I'm I'm looking for fifty, uh, not fifty, sorry, twenty subscribers at three dollars a month. And I have a £50 Amazon gift card to give away. And the second I hit that, yep. I will give that £50 Amazon uh, gift card away. And, and, and Trudy, Trudy, you're completely wrong, dear. You're completely wrong because it quite specifically says at the end of the advert, not a cult. Not uh, a cult. Yeah, so you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, yeah, of course it's original because it's coming from us. You know what? We we deserve far more. Not just we just d deserve far more exposure, I guess, because we do. We put in so much into this show, and I'm, I'm moaning a bit, right? But we put so much time, so much effort. Yeah, I know. All day, every day, into these shows. I mean, and you, we. You get you guys think that what? I mean, that advert took about five days of work. Yeah. You know, and and then Ben wonders why a movie costs millions. <laughs> Because that's like, I mean, if an advert like that, which runs for like less than two minutes, takes five days of work, then, you know, how long, how long does a movie actually take? Well, exactly. 
No, you, you're right. Um, but yes, no Rwanda for you. Anyway, let's get back. Let's get back to chatting some shite about the news. So yeah. No Rwanda for you. So the uh, courts of appeal have overturned mm. the high court's decision. Yeah. On the Rwanda policy. So shipping asylum seekers and i do say that in inverted commas because some are genuine asylum seekers i'm not i'm not saying they're not but i would say that probably at this point the majority of the people that come across the channel on the dinghies are economic migrants and many of them are from albania okay uh is albania at war no albania is not a war do you want to go to war should we go to war with someone already what, Veridora? You want yeah. Veridora to go to war? Should we go to... No, let's not go to war. We want to be oh, peaceful. I feel like... Yeah, we, we, want to be, we want to be peaceful. You know, we want to provide absolutely nothing and for everybody to be happy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Within their 15-minute zone. Tony Garrett says most are fleeing the persecution of having to earn a living. Yeah, that, that's, see, that's the problem, isn't it? Having to earn a living. Yeah. It, it just it bugs me a bit because you know we call these people i say we the mainstream media always uses the term asylum seekers yeah, to um, describe anyone and everyone mm -hmm. that comes across the channel and i'm sorry but for the most part they don't appear to be that yeah you know what see if we went to america right mm -hmm. and turned up and said we were asylum seekers we'd get, tell us to fuck off yeah we'd get flung back out right yeah they tell us to fuck off yeah because what are we seeking asylum? And yet, we're probably we're probably more oppressed, especially me in this country, right? Mm -hmm. We're probably more oppressed than these people than, than these people are coming that are coming from Albania are. I will say this: I probably had in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. I probably had more right to claim asylum in the United States than like Albanians do here. Because I was, uh, you know, when you look at freedom of the press, freedom of speech, things under the First Amendment, um, I was absolutely denied yeah. anything of the sort in this well, country. Ben, you weren't alone. I mean, you don't single yourself no. out as special. You know, there was... An, I'm not. There were millions of people in the same boat, and just most yeah. of them didn't have the same audience because they hadn't, you know, they hadn't cracked it or hadn't realised that they could actually do what... Um, what you did, you know, but yeah, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were in the same boat. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And people don't seem to realize that in this country, the United Kingdom, your rights and your ability to speak, think <coughs> and act freely are being suppressed more and more by the week. You just don't understand it. And it's being done, as I've said a million times before, yes. death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, that it's is. being done through little laws. I mean, Okay, I despise Just Stop Oil. I despise them. Yeah. But I don't think that a bail condition should exist where you can't actively um, partake in any protest whatsoever. Yeah. I mean... I don't think that should... I don't think that should exist. I really don't. So now, I think that... Who's that for? You should probably get... Phoebe? That's, that's all of them. Anytime they get arrested now, one of their bail conditions is you cannot partake in a protest. So what's the justification for that? I don't know. I I don't know. Apparently our video is lagging. I think no, I'm well, right. Oh, hold on. Right, so... Dropped frames at zero. 
right? Yeah, it's your end, Frankie. It's your end, Frankie. It's not us. Um, but yeah, I like I say, I absolutely despise just a boil, and I think they're a bunch of brainwashed lunatics. I do. I think they're a bunch of brainwashed lunatics. Um, and like Tony says, we already have laws mm-hmm. pertaining to yeah. the peace and public order. And and I, I mean, this is exactly what I pointed out the other day when when Abby Roberts got lifted because those that that breach of the peace law has been around since time immemorial, really. You know, and you know, I, I, and I wasn't really having a go at Abby. I th- I still think she kind of did it deliberately. I think she's come out and said she didn't. She just got caught up in the. The um, yeah, the, the, the heat of the moment. The heat of the moment, but I don't know. I mean, you know, I, you know what? Maybe well, see the the problem with Abby is it's very difficult to have her on a channel like YouTube. Mhm. You know, um, but do, do you know what? I've met Abby Roberts in person. Yeah. I, I've I've I say I've marched. I've rolled rolled alongside her on the mobility scooter while she's marching. I've met her in person. I think she's a wonderful woman. I think she's lovely. Yeah. Right. She does have a bit of a mouth on her. But I will sit here and defend to the hill her ability and right to have a mouth on her. And I know that me and you disagree on this, and that's well, fine, right? In public, that's the problem. See, that's the problem because you're not allowed to do that in public, and you never have been. And I don't know why people think it's appropriate. This is a part okay, I don't well, understand. I don't think she should have been lifted, personally speaking. Okay, well, I don't. to be fair, the cop warned her on a number of occasions. Okay. You know, and you know, if she's not going to take the warning, then what else can you do? Yeah. She was Fra- arrested for swearing. Frankie, uh, you know, uh, it, it's your it's your connection, mate. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, everybody else is fine, right? Yeah. No. Um. Abby Roberts. I would very much love to have her on the show, and I would indeed do it as a rumble special if she were to come on the show. Absolutely. Um. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have a one-on-one with her. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm going to get in contact with her this week because I've got her on DMs. I've spoken to her on DMs before. I mean, I wouldn't mind speaking so to her as well, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to... I wouldn't go out to, to deliberately attack her or anything like that, but it, it would be interesting to find out what her thinking process was when when that happened. Because people... Mm. See, the problem is people do get wound up in these situations and when... If you look at it dispassionately, right, and and you've got to look at it very, you've got to divorce yourself from the whole situation and look at it very dispassionately. When you look at it dispassionately, the cop gave her every opportunity to back down, right? He really did. And she just wouldn't, you know? It's It's different if he'd just gone, yeah, you're getting to jail, right? After she'd sworn once or twice. But no, he, he gave her every opportunity to back down. And he was like, very calm. He was very calm about it. Well, well, like I said... Um, I know, I, I mean, you know what? I'm no great lover of the police actions these days either. But you've got to be... You've got to try and look at these things dispassionately. And it's very, very difficult to take yourself out of the heat of the moment because you've always got inherent bias, Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when you know someone. But, you know, it's it, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I, get where, I do get where you're coming from. I just don't agree with you. And, mm. and we don't have to. And that's the good thing. Right? That's the good thing about all of this. 
We don't have to agree about everything. Um, I because I, I I'm I'm a free speech fundamentalist, and I always will be. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's okay too. People don't have to agree with me. People don't have to agree with John. But I think that she should should not have been lifted. You think you know she had opportunity and she decided to. Yeah. Well, I think you know, I, I don't think they cop that in wrong. You know, I think he. Okay. I think he 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 did his best to kind of defuse the situation, but yeah. Ultimately, if you if you can't defuse the situation, then you have to remove it. You know. Okay. Well, that's that's entirely your opinion, and you're completely entitled to it, mm -hmm. as far as I am concerned. But yeah, Abby, if you ever see this, or I'll, I might clip this and put it out, uh, I would very much love to have a one-on-one -on -one with you. I think yeah. it would be a great conversation to have. Yeah, and I, um, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm no beef against Abby. I'm just, as I said, I'm just trying to report on it dispassionately. Another person, another person I would like to reach out to right now is Anna Breeze, who did agree to oh. come on the show and has ghosted me ever since. You know? Yeah. She agreed to come on the show. She's ghosted me ever since. I would very, you know, I'm still very interested in having that conversation. I would love to have that chat. But it seems like, seems like um, she doesn't want to, and that's fair enough. But do you know what? I would I would prefer that you just say, look, I'm not really up for it anymore, rather than simply ghosting. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's just what I don't understand about people. It's like um, it's like Brenton Lee and Neil Sanders. I mean, I thought I thought we were going to have an interesting conversation. I was really looking forward to it because Neil I Sanders. Neil, I mean, I've I've watched a lot of Neil Sanders stuff. Um, usually with Richard Hall, but you know, regardless of that, I find them very interesting and well thought out, and a good researcher, and with a well thought out argument. And and I was wanting to find out if he's changed his mind on the arguments that he put forward because I thought many of them were very very robust. You know, I think it'd be hard to you'd be hard pushed to break to break the train of his argument. You know. Well, hopefully they do reach back out to us because I am waiting. So Brentley and Neil Sanders had to cancel on us twice because Neil Sanders was unwell. So they say, I'm not going to say he wasn't. Yeah. Right. They say he was unwell. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But they said they'd reach back out to me with a new date. And as of yet, they haven't. Yeah. So um, well, right, give them a poke and see if they want to read it. Because, yeah, I mean, um, let's be fair. Your, 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 um, your Brentley interview wasn't wasn't you know, mind-bogglingly bad or anything like that. You know, nobody really I, suffered from it to any real degree, did they? I thought it was a good conversation. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I, I thought, I well, I enjoyed having it. Um, Richard D. Hall are... doesn't really speak to people these days, does he? Because he's kind of embroiled in legal problems. He's embroiled in legal problems, and uh, he, he got doorstepped slash harassed by Mariana Spring after yeah. uh, he told her repeatedly not to come anywhere near her or contact him or contact him. Yeah, so he's you know. he, he done a bit of an Alex Jones, hasn't he, with the Manchester you know, Arena thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say much more about it, but, you know... Excuse me. These are... I've watched it, and... Some of what he says certainly seems to be, you know, accurate. But who can tell? That's the problem. It's um, yeah. it, it's tricky. 
and, and and Joe Rogan came out today actually. Joe Rogan came out today and said and said if you um if you self censor they've won, right? But if you don't self censor and you can't and you don't have a voice, who's winning there? Well exactly. So that's the problem. See, this is a problem when we're on YouTube and, and let's let's be honest, people, right? We want to be on YouTube, not because of the fact that um, YouTube will pay us advertising now, right? And you know what? We might do a special on how yes. much on how much yeah. advertising you get, right? As a newly monetized channel, right? But it's 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 not so much that it's the fact that YouTube is the biggest video sharing channel in the world, right? And if yeah. you're not on YouTube, search engine in the world. Yeah, well, well, second biggest. I think Google's is the biggest technically, but you you can't you can't reach the same amount of people on any other channel. In fact, you put all the other channels together, you'll reach a tiny fraction of the people that you can reach on YouTube. And that's and why I'll, you've I'll, really I'll, got to be on YouTube. Pardon me, you've really I'd got love, to be on I'd YouTube. Love to, I'd love to say we were doing well on Rumble, but we're not. And Rumble don't put us on the front page. They, Unfortunately, Rumble is, is a favourites game, and they put on the front page who they want on the front page. And BMT I mean, did I'm the same Rumble. thing. Well, I'm on Rumble right now, and I've gone to the live section. Yeah. And I'm scrolling through. I'm scrolling down the first page. Yeah. We are nowhere to be found. No. no we're live on Rumble right now. Yeah. We are nowhere to be found. Yeah. Right. Oh no, there we are. No, we are on the front page. Oh right. Are we? Uh, on the, oh yeah. So we're we're live right now. We're about the fifteenth row down. If you click live, um, shake and not stir. Friday night, all in episode thirty-eight. So I'm going to click on it. Um, there we are. We've got we've got four people watching us on Rumble right now. So I'd like to say hello to you people over on Rumble. It's really nice to see you over there. Yeah. But. But that's the point. We've got four people watching us on Rumble right now. Okay. And and we so, don't have many more on YouTube. We've got 17 on YouTube, right? But mm. we'll get we'll get over 100 views normally on a Friday night online on YouTube. Yeah. Plus, we get this the views from Twitch and Twitter and, and Rumble. But YouTube has the biggest sharing platform. So you, to stay on it, you've got the self-censor because they've got quite restrictive criteria in some respects. And the thing is, you don't even know what that criteria is for yeah. the most part. They don't actually tell <laughs> no, you. No, you don't. And then you when don't. you fall foul of it, they don't tell you what you've done. So you can't, you can't then go ahead and say, right, well, what did we do? so that we can avoid doing that in the future because they just don't tell you. I mean, we sat there on um, <laughs> we sat there on live chat to them because we've now got access to live chat to them. Yeah. And we sat there on live chat to them asking them, why do our live streams consistently go yellow? For no reason. Yeah. No reason at all. And that means not suitable for all advertisers. Consistently. Without... Even well, once I, we... we and, and, and we're not going to bang on about it, but... Every time we do a live stream, as soon as we come off the live stream, it goes not suitable for all advertisers. At that point, yeah. you then have to put in a request review and it's manually reviewed. And it nearly always, after manual review, goes green. But that yeah. takes two or three days, right? On a, on a good week, right? Sometimes I mean, it takes... this one's limited already. Sometimes it takes... Sometimes it takes seven to ten days, right? 
Yeah, but by the like time this one's limited already. Yeah, but by the time the manual review's been done and you've gone green, nobody's watching it anymore because all the everybody that's going to watch it's watched it. So you don't get any yeah. revenue off it. So something that could maybe make you, you know, three or four quid suddenly turns out making you two pence. Two pence. The only, way we can, the only way we can really make money off of live streams through YouTube is via Super Chats. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. And, um, and to be honest, don't use Super Chat. Don't use it. Pay us in Kofi. Kofi. Yeah. yeah. Because Kofi take 1.5%. Well, Kofi don't take anything. PayPal takes something like 1.5%. YouTube takes 30%. Yeah, so they do. Go to Kofi. Join Veridora um, on Kofi. So Harold says someone in YouTube put a flag in your account to say make all your videos need manual review. No, that's not the case. And they t not only did they tell us not that that's not the case, a lot of the videos we upload don't go to go yellow. They stay green. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not the videos. Green. It's the live streams that always hmm. go to yellow. Not... But speaking of live streams and the one we're on right now, come on, we got less likes than we got viewers. Let's sort that out. Let's get them likes up. Come on. Because yeah. that really helps with the algorithmic push of the show so that people can, you know, and we've only got about 20 minutes odd left of the show. So let's get them likes up and let's let's try and get some more people I'm, in here for the end. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put your full screen for a second. He's putting me full oh, screen. Oh, no, it's not working either. What the hell? I fixed. You saw me fix all these the other day, Ben, didn't you? Just just put it back to the double. No, no, it's uh, fine. It's fine. I'll, um, I'll sort it. I'll sort it. He's sorting it. He's sorting it. Um, oh. What's the word for somebody on the no, other okay. side, but for pretending to be on ours? I forget. Well, uh, let me let me let me delve into that a minute, Frankie, because what is our side? Um, it's a real good question. Okay, because I think, and this is just me personally, I, I think every single issue. Deserves a um, deserves a, a dispassionate look, and it doesn't matter what conclusion you do or don't come to on that issue. And you and I could come to a completely different conclusion on an issue. And as far as I'm concerned, and just like me and John, for example, we've just come to a completely different conclusion on the Abby Roberts situation. Okay, um, and that's okay. I think that's absolutely okay because we don't have to agree on absolutely everything to be friends, to be courteous, to be able to, you know, hang out with one another, if you will. Um, and unfortunately, I think social media, especially social media, has amplified this, this notion that you need to be on a quote unquote side. Um, and I, personally speaking, I don't subscribe to that because I'm I'm a bit eccentric, absolutely. And a lot of you have seen some of the stuff I've done over the past few years. I've been quite a bit eccentric. I've gone out and I've done some eccentric things. And the fact of the matter is there are people on the right that I like. There are people on the left that I like. There are... The issues that I will agree with people on the right on, there are issues that I will agree with people on the left on. Um, and I don't like the term sides. I don't. And that's just me personally. Because it paints you into a box. 
Uh, Frankie says, but I'm talking about somebody that is working for the people that run us. Oh, so you mean sort of an infiltrator. Oh, like a thud columnist. Yeah. Okay. Okay, no, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Um, more like an infiltrator, I guess. Because, basically speaking, the side that I'm on is on the side of freedom. Is on the side of you being side free of truth. To... Yeah, the side of truth. And sometimes the truth is uh, is hard. Sometimes the truth is a bit pill to swallow. Uh-huh. And... I'm I'm not going to shy away from it. Like Frankie says, David Icke is a mason. I don't know if David Icke is a mason. Who cares? I, I don't know. And I don't care. You know what? I, I mean, David Icke's David Icke. He's, he's um, he went, I, I, in my view, David Icke went off the rails, right? He had some kind of psychotic break, okay? Yeah. And he went a bit OTT. And then he tried to rebuild himself by looking into, you know, or by making things. Well, I don't know if he made things up or not, but he looks into how things are run and he makes all these big speeches. And some of his stuff's a lot of money. Some of his stuff's about off the about off the wall, but yeah, he does make a lot of money, right? And I don't know if I could do that. Right, unless I truly no. believed it, because I I don't know if he truly believes what he's saying, right, or if he's putting it in terms that he thinks will be sensationalist and get people into to listen to him, and then you know then it maybe gets them thinking. Well, maybe he doesn't mean that, and he means this, and he's using analogy and allegory to do things. But but that's a bit of a stretch because that's not how he comes across because he comes across as very much saying this is this and this is this and and I find that I find that not to my liking. No, because I'd rather say is this this yeah is this this rather than this is this and this is this because yeah. that is something that we have lost as a, as a society. I would say is the ability to just take a step back and ask a question. And especially when it comes to authority, okay? When authority tell the vast majority of people in this country, you know, for example, they tell them something or they tell them to do something, they just nod their head, yes, yes, mm-hmm. dad, no dad, free bags, full dad. Yeah. Um, whereas I would, I, I, I've always been of the ilk and of the opinion that I would want to take a step back and say, well, wait a minute, why do I have to do this? Yeah. Can you give me evidence as to why I have to do this? Um, and if you can't, give me evidence as to why I have, then I'm not going to do it. Um, but uh, I, I felt embarrassed to have speaking for the truth movement through COVID. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I think, I think Kim, he's talking about David Icke. And now, now I've said something about this. You, I've said this from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And I think we agree on this, Ben. Uh, now, regardless of whether or not David Icke is genuine, right? Regardless of whether or not, what he said was genuine. And do you know what? A lot of what he said, uh, i.e., when it comes to freedom, I completely agree with, okay? But I think it was a bad idea putting David Icke as the face of, of, of the so-called truth movement or the freedom movement. And I'll tell you why. 
Because the second you put him in front of 20,000 people in Trafalgar Square, and I was there in the press pit streaming yeah. it live, mm-hmm. yeah. right? The second you did that, the, the mainstream media, who unfortunately the vast majority of people do listen to, because if they didn't, you wouldn't have had the, the, uh, the, the event in the last three years. The vast majority of people go, 20,000 li- lizard-loving David Icke fans turn out for conspiracy rally in Trafalgar Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your headline, and the vast majority of people believe it, and and you're immediately and, discredited. And, and and like I said, that's not anything to do with David Icke. That is to do with the way the mainstream media are able to portray the situation. Yeah. And I think it was a calculated or maybe a non-calculated error on behalf of the organisers of that rally to have done that. And that's just my personal opinion. And but do you know what? It, he gets people out. He's got a fan base. He fills Wembley Arena. Mm-hmm. The man does. He oh, yeah, Wembley yeah. Arena. And, and boy, can he talk. I mean, he can talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, uh, I mean, each one to his own. Each one to his own. Maybe we should do, do a live what? event. I, I, would ha- I would happily... I would happily speak to him. I would happily interview yeah. him. I would happily, I would happily share, you know, go out and have a beer with him, or I would have a coke. But, you know, but, but, but the point, <laughs> but the point of the matter is, you put someone like that up front that the mainstream media have enough ammunition on, then what they are able to do is paint everybody there with that same brush. Yeah, I know. And like I say, I just think it was a calculated error, and that's not a slight against David. That's just a slight, if anything, it's a slight against the organisers of that rally who didn't think it through. Yes, yes. <sighs> that's just my opinion. And, mm-hmm. and do you know what? People will have a go at me for that, and people have had a go at me for that. But I've been saying it since day one, haven't I, John? Yeah, and, and, and I've been 100% behind you. Just a matter of interest, Ben, and, and just to, to check my sanity, do you remember when we started doing these live streams? And you were doing the live streams. You you were streaming it, yeah. right? Yeah. We usually had to meet at least twenty minutes beforehand because you had to redo every scene before we went live, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Are we back in that situation with OBS? I hope not. Because that was a pain in the art. I mean, it hasn't done this for for months. Well, I hope not. But I can't understand why I've had to redo, you know, why have I had to redo scenes when they were, I mean, we, we did them all the other night, remember? Mm. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, Harold, Harold asks who chose to do that, who chose to no, hide yeah, it. Well, it was well, the organisers, wasn't it? The, the organisers of the event, I know who the organisers of the event were, I'm not going to name them, okay? And I'm not, I'm not going to name and shame anybody, so to speak. I know who the organisers of the event are, they know who I am. Um, and I just think it was a calculated or like I say, non-calculated error in, in doing so, because unfortunately that is the face that can be used to discredit a movement. And that's, it's just the way, and, and it's not even that I'm saying that it's that the mainstream media are doing that. Yeah. And the vast majority of people listen to them. Yeah. So if you want the vast majority of people to come over to your side, you've got to think very carefully about how you do that. Yeah. And I mean, you've got to do it in. Yeah. I, I mean, you're you're right because effectively, David Ike, as as the 
the British version of Alex Jones. He really is. Effectively, yeah. Yeah. Right, um, let's, let's move on. And let's go back to the pre-roll. If you, if you didn't see the pre-roll, there was an advert in there from Thames Water. Wasn't there? Mm. And that advert used a hard-working mum. We need to be very careful here because they're demonetizing hey, people left and Hey, right that advert used a hard-working mum to say that, you know, every, the cost of living and everything was terrible and everything was going up in cost. But regardless of the actual advert, right, mm -hmm. and the mum... Mm -hmm. What's happening with Thames Water? Well, uh, aren't they being nationalised? Yeah, and why are they being nationalised? Because they have effectively bankrupted themselves. Mm -hmm. But who is Thames Water actually owned by? I'm not sure. Who is Thames Water actually owned well, by? It, it seems to be owned by a couple of um, major pension and investment firms, both of which are Chinese. Oh, good God. So we're probably going to nationalise a private company and end up paying China, our Chinese pension funds, you know, to, to take it off them. God's sake. It's good. That's a good grift if you can get it, isn't it? Oh, my God. So is. So is. It yeah. So is. Um, but, yeah, um... Kudos to the hard-working mum there. <laughs> yeah, kudos. Kudos. Right, okay, um, the last thing I've got, actually, at the moment is um, Greta. Greta went to Ukraine to visit... She got Mr. trained, didn't she? Yeah, well, I mean, Greta always gets... She always gets some kind of public transport or private yacht. Um, but I have got to train <laughs> to Ukraine, and whilst <laughs> I am on the train to Ukraine, I am wearing my mask. What? This, what was she? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Image. No, but, right, so oh. the thing I don't, I, right, there's a couple of things I don't get about Greta is, one. Yeah, why is she in Ukraine? Why is she in Ukraine? Two, she looked bored out her skull. I mean, yeah. see, when she met Zelensky, you could see her literally thinking, creep. <laughs> and then when Zelensky started talking to her, what the hell was he talking? The guy was on something. And I think you might know what it is, but he was definitely on something when he started Hello, talking. Compact, compact services. Are, you have made something about compact, uh, compact uh, uh, timescale or something. Yeah, he was he, right. So I think I think Greta's there because Ukraine's doing a lot of climate damage. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> but Ukraine's also Ukraine's also allegedly fighting a war. <laughs> so is this the time to really give them a hard time? I, 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 you know what? Right, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Right, I'm okay. not. I'm not. As you know, I am not a supporter of Ukraine. I'm not a supporter of Russia. Right. Mm -hmm. I what I try and do is point out. Who's winning and who's doing what and who's going to yeah. win? But I try and look at it dispassionately and analytically. But to be fair, 
if you're fighting a war for your country's existence, is that the mm-hmm. time to be giving them a hard time about their carbon emissions? Well, no, 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 no. But my question is this: <laughs> you're the commander in chief in a war mm-hmm. that is going on on your own soil. Mm-hmm. So, realistically, your time should be spent from morning to night uh, in strategy meetings and the like, trying to win the war that's being waged on your own soil. And then you go, I'm just going to take some time out of the day to meet this 21-year-old climate activist. And we're going to sit there and have photo opportunities. It's like his wife doing the Vogue shoots. Yeah, I know. What what was that all about? Come on. I mean, what are these people? What are these people? Um, yeah. What is Greta Thunberg doing there? What is she doing there? Uh, uh, what was Angelina Jolie doing there? What's what, Sean Penn doing there giving him his Oscar? Why is, What's going on? Why is anyone going to Ukraine as a war zone? Did, they, I, I don't did, know. All, did all these people trek out to Iraq? While we were fighting no. there, did any of no. did any British people, any British celebrities, trek out to the Falkland Islands while we were fighting Argentina? No. Yeah. So it's a bit strange, but anyway, apart from that, what's the other thing about Greta that really gets mine that rips my knitting is has she only got one set of tracksuit bombs that she wears yes. all the time? What yes. is that? Saving the climate, John. <laughs> why does she Saving wear? Why does she wear the same pair of trackies all the time? And how dare you? And why? Why didn't she decide to start wearing trackies all the time? How I mean, dare you? It's just bizarre. How, <laughs> how dare apparently you? Jim Dave, apparently, Jim Davidson went to the ball. How dare you? But didn't Jim Davidson go to the Falklands to perform for the troops? How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, after they'd won it. Yeah, that's a bit different. That's a bit different. I mean, oh, look, it's... Remember old Nancy Pelosi? I got an email from Bono. Oh, I got an email from... And then Bono bloody turns up in Ukraine, starts doing a gig in the subway. Yeah, I mean, that's... You you, you don't do that. You just don't do that. (laughs) With or without you... We're without you. I hate Bono. I really, really hate Bono. So do I. I mean, Bono, you 2 they're the most overrated crap band in yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. They really are. They're awful. Yeah. They're, they're just terrible. <laughs> crap. They are. Absolute crap. Oh, I'm Bono. I'm Irish. I, he, everybody loves me. I, 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 he's just a hat. Didn't Tom Hanks but, stay at his house recently? Uh, don't know. Mm. Don't know. But, you know, but then he's got a direct line to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I got an email this morning from Bono. <laughs> I think it was from Bono. I was so drunk, I didn't really know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, I think Tom Hanks was there recently and stayed in stayed in uh, Bono's pad. I bet I bet a fun time was had by all. Mm, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet, I'll bet. Right, oh. on that note, 
I think it might be time to start winding down for this Friday night shenanigan. Um, I am going to, and I promise you people, by Christmas, there will be some kind of either live meetup or live show. Um, we're going to do something. Yeah. Because it's, not, it's nice to be like talking to you like this, but I'd like to do a show on a stage in front of you and have you guys in the audience and come yeah. and watch and come and yeah. have a laugh. So I'm going to work for the next few months to try and make that happen. And by the way, we are not going to make a fortune out of doing it. Right? We'll make it as cheap as possible for you and, and, and everything. We'll cover the cost. Yeah. And then cost, may, I, cost may be substantial. Cost. <laughs> but I, it's just something I've wanted to do for a long time, and I think it's time. I think it's time we start getting something arranged. Yeah. Um, but uh, before we go, before John tells you it's been great for you it's and it plays great. you the Veradora yeah. advert one more time, I just genuinely do thank every single one of you for coming along to these things and enjoying these things and taking part in these things. I love it. I love doing it. And I hope you love listening to them and watching them and getting involved. And I want to, this is what I want to do for until I die. So thank you. Oh. I've just seen a tweet. What are you doing? Don't don't do that, Ben. Stop stop that. You look like you're having a ham shank. <laughs> now I've got restless legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your arm off the restless leg. <laughs> Why are you posing like that? That wasn't a good look, mate. Right. So apparently, um, apparently, people are taking down CCTV poles in France with with yeah. grindles. <laughs> Excellent. Everything's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> that say WTF, Ben? WTF? <laughs> no. I can never unsee it. <laughs> Try being my wife. <laughs> and with that, you know you want to. Join Veridora. It's been great. Citizen. It's been great. For you. Are you bored of your monotonous existence? The demeaning tasks? The soul-destroying repetition? The grey faceless drones that you work with? Is there a way out? How can you escape this? Join us. Come to. Veridora, the land of opportunity. The fantastical land of opportunity where you can be what you were destined to be. You can blossom. Join us. From sea to shining sea, across our land we are surrounded by natural beauty and natural beauties. In Veridora, our beaches are completely unspoiled, just like our women. Our land is plentiful and bountiful. Our cities are vibrant, engaging, colourful, enjoyable. Anything and everything that you need is there within your grasp, right there. Within 15 minutes, you will own absolutely nothing, but you will be ecstatic. Join us. It's within the grasp of anyone to become a citizen of Veridora. You'll never look back once you're there. You don't need to worry about anything. Democracy? 
the kills. You have your benevolent dictators, Ben and John. They will look after your every need, make all the important decisions for you. You don't need to worry your pretty little head. You just go out and enjoy yourself. You'll get extras. You'll get early access to our dear leader's announcements. You too can become a citizen of Veridora. Just join us by becoming a citizen today at ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent or patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or by using the join button on YouTube. You know you want to. Veridora is not a physical place and all rewards offered for membership will be fulfilled in a timely fashion. Chasing descent appreciate any and all ongoing support. Not a cult. Your head. They'll tell you what to do in life instead. 
With everything you know that you can get Don't let them guide your life towards regret I'll fight for what I love with every breath My past is filled with things I won't forget I use them all to push me to my best So treat the worst of times just like a test only I could go back in time I tell myself that everything will end up alright Just push yourself, test yourself, figure out what you like And find your limits, don't be rigid, always work towards a prime Surround yourself with open minds, people can't change your life A few friends with intent can help you feel alive Find a passion, take some action, and with a little time Just be patient, make a statement, try to enjoy your life They'll try to kick you while you're down they wanna rise up while you drown They wanna fill your head with doubt They're silently scared that you'll figure it out I'll make it look like I'm losing Won't bother hiding my bruises And when they finally think you're wounded Then it's your chance to be ruthless Generation fuels black creation. We live lives on a small screen nation. 
Yeah. 